0: Hello, and welcome to Midlifery the podcast. I'm Melanie. I'll be your host. Midlifery the podcast actually came about uh, approximately two years ago as an idea um, around my 44th birthday, when I kind of realized that my my body, my life, myself, everything was sort of breaking down and um, couldn't quite figure out why. Um, I sit here two years later on my actual 46th birthday, and uh, having looked into it a bit, um, I realize a lot of this is about being middle-aged. Initially, this podcast was going to be about the perimenopause, um, which is the root cause of a whole heap of heck. Um, But I realized that actually this whole midlife thing is a lot bigger than just the perimenopause or what we used to call the menopause which we now know is not the menopause because the menopause is when you've been period free for a year hurrah uh that hasn't happened yet but uh, when it does i will celebrate um but basically it's one of those things where you get to a point in life and you realize that um even if you feel like you're 21 inside or 16 whatever uh the reality is your body is going no no you're not um i often think about the fact that uh Had I been born 100, 150 years earlier, I'd actually be old, uh, not middle-aged right now, and uh, nearing end of life. Um, Which is also another sort of interesting one for me because my mother did pass away when she was 46. So this is a big birthday in a lot of ways for me. Um, uh, Going back to the beginning, I I started thinking about this after a trip to Austin in uh, 2018 uh, to visit my um, sick stepmother. Uh, who has since passed away, and uh, my sister and I, we decided that we'd go get our nails done, as us New Yorkie girls do, and um, my manicure kept cracking. And I thought it was really weird because I've been having manicure since I was very young, and it was a really odd thing, and I was like, this is annoying, maybe it's a bad manicurist. So I got back to the UK and uh, had a manicure over here, And the same thing happened. So uh, being a thoroughly modern girl, I got on the old Google and looked at potential causes for brittle nails. And uh, one of the things that kept coming up was uh, a list called the 34 symptoms of the perimenopause. I have to say, none of them seemed particularly well fact-checked. And some of them I'm sure were only 33 symptoms long because there were a couple of duplicates. but it really made me start thinking and then start looking at other things that had happened both uh, to my body, my mind, uh, my general well-being, and it all started to click and make sense. So when I first approached some friends of mine about this this idea for a uh, podcast, it was going to be about the perimenopause. Um, fast forward to now, and I realized that being a middle-aged woman in 2020 uh, is a hell of a lot more than that. Uh, We've currently just had a pretty crap time with the pandemic, which we're still in the midst of. Um, And it just makes you realize so many things are happening to women of a certain age, which really just don't get the airplay they need. We don't get uh, to trade in for younger models. We don't get to go out and buy new sports cars. We can't say piss off family. We're walking away Uh, because it just doesn't seem to work that way. Not for a lot of people, at least not a lot of women. So it's really interesting to me to start looking at what this modern middle age is about. Uh, I think the other big thing that really struck me is I am one of the child free and a lot of my friends are, but I also have a lot of friends and families. Um, Some of them have young children. Some of them have been late to start uh, their families. Some of them have children going off to uni or already uh, fled the nest and um it's a whole different set of challenges conversations with them uh the advent of the internet and texting and sexting and all oh, the goodness knows what goes on in, in that space forget about it it's uh it's it's kind of mad uh I, I sit there and i'm very glad i'm not an adolescent at the moment um in some ways in other ways if i could still go for a run that would be awesome but um yeah so thought in this first episode i'd kind of give you uh, an overview of the things that we would be exploring at the moment i think the format's going to be 15 minutes fortnightly uh it won't just be me hopefully some of you guys will get in touch and you'll want to get involved um i've been haranguing a few of my friends to join in and have some some fun debates and conversations but the um The things I sort of have been thinking a lot about recently, um, obviously, the perimenopause, I will mention that a lot um, because it is so present at the moment. And one of the things I think we will do is break down those many symptoms um, in a sort of weekly or rather fortnightly format. And we'll post what those are going to be ahead of time. So you can share any stories or questions and feedback um, just so you know, as I said, I know I'm not alone and I would love to hear what other people have to say and what their experiences are. Um, Dating. So I'm recently single. I'm a divorcee. Um, I had been in another relationship and cohabiting for the last five years. Uh, That broke down the latter part of 2019. And uh, as much as I thought 2020 was going to be a brand new start, it's been a bit of a shit show but that's okay i've got my happy face on today um, but dating in the modern world dating as a woman of a certain age who that is a uh, interesting journey um, and it's just whatever happened to a bag of chips in a bunk up go down the pub you know, get a bit beer goggled and see what happens, who you wake up next to and go from there. No, that is not how it works anymore. And online dating is a minefield uh, that I'd rather not participate in, but it seems like pretty much the only game in town, especially if you're like me and you own a wool shop. So you're not really going to have a lot of office uh, water cooler chat with a cute young guy. So that's one of the things that, that sort of gets me. The other thing I mentioned already a bit is the fact that we're aging. So, you know, life is longer. We expect to live longer um, and then go a little bit cuckoo when things start to break on our bodies long after our sort of sell-by date. Um, so that's something else that's interesting to me is this whole idea that we're an aging population. We're sitting here now my age going I'm midlife, but actually, as I said, not that long ago, I would be end of life. So um, that's quite interesting. Um, marriages mentioned one of those two. I got out of mine. Um, I'm someone who's not particularly afraid of walking away from things that don't work, whether it's a relationship or a job or even a friendship. But a lot of people don't seem to have that ability. And um, I think one of the things the pandemic has brought about is a real um awareness of of broken marriages, broken relationships that people have been sort of plodding through. Um, and it's really challenging. And my heart goes out to so many of my friends, and obviously some of you that I've never met before, because it's hard. It's hard to walk away. It's also very difficult to stay. So that's something else that I'd like to explore. And that's people just in relationships, people with families, um, just a really tough thing when there are others involved in your life. So being on your own and loneliness is definitely something to to look at as well. Um, and I've experienced a lot of that during this this lockdown period. Um, but yeah, it's, it's loneliness comes in all different shapes. And sometimes you're very alone when you are surrounded by people. So that's something else to look at. Uh, workplace inequality. Uh, As we age, as women, um, you know, I think we already start out as pretty irrelevant to a lot of our colleagues. uh, That some sort of invisibility and irrelevance feels greater and more amplified as we get older, at least in my experience. Uh, I actually started working for myself uh, in 2016, so when I was 42, because I just could not bear being a cog in the wheel, a part of the machine anymore, because I had so many uh, really negative situations often about equality, whether it was about gender or race um, or age. It's just incredibly difficult. So that's something else I would like to look at. Mental health, mental health and menses. um, Just two big ones for me. Uh, Menses and perimenopause will come up a lot. Um, Menses and pain is something else to explore, but that's not actually on the list, but it's something to think about. Um, But mental health, I think, you know, mental health in general is something we're more aware of and we are trying to act more on at the moment, but it is still really challenging. Um, So it's just trying to figure out, What's okay, and is it okay to be not okay, which it is, Um, but to really sort of embrace that um, and understand how to get closer to okay again. Um, The the moms versus non moms thing. Um, As I said, I have I'm child free. I have a lot of people in that child free space, and we've got our gripes. Um, I've got a lot of friends who are moms, and I look at some of the challenges they face, um, especially as their kids are hitting puberty. Uh, Just wowzer. I just find it all incredibly uh, difficult to to even think about what it would be like to be a mom uh, in the modern world. But that's something else to look at. Um, Something that really hit home in a big way for me during the the early days of lockdown was um, death, loss, bereavement. Um, A lot of people I know lost people, not to the virus but just to other means of death, whether it was dementia or cancer, um, those are probably the biggest culprits. Um, Really hard when you can't say goodbye, uh, which this pandemic put us in a situation for a lot of people to not go through that normal grieving process. Um, Also, it's, you know, not just parents, but peers. Um, You know, I've, got a shop. My shop is named after my mom and one of my best friends, uh, both who died in their 40s. Um, It's really crazy. I think when you lose people who are closer in age to yourself, it can sometimes bring your own mortality closer into focus and um, really a bit screwy. So something else to look at. Uh, Relationships. And when I say relationships, I mean boy, girl, 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 boy, boy. Um, But friendships as well as romantic relationships. As we get older, as we change uh, we we find ourselves sometimes drifting apart from people we also find ourselves growing closer um some of the the incidences during the black lives matter the sort of peak of it um after the death of george floyd caused me to have some real challenging conversations with some very old friends of mine um, and really just brought that home. These are people who have been rocks to me for most of my life. And we we had to fight to hold on to something. And I don't know, you know, how much we really think about the relationships and the people in our lives and understanding when it's worth holding on and when it's time to say, OK, let's let it go. Um those are really the big things. I think the um, the other thing that sort of really strikes me, and again, I would love to know if other people feel like this, is your personal history. I look back at my life. My life was pretty, pretty okay. I've, I've done some pretty cool things. I've done some pretty average things, but I look at my life and I kind of go, shit, was that my life? Did I do that? Was I at that gig? Did I live in that house? Did my house burn down? It did. Um, All these things are just kind of they feel like they happened to someone else or like I watched them on some sort of program. So it's weird as I sit there and look at what my my reality is versus my history Um, and just so different. So as I said, it's kind of like a soapbox, but it's also kind of a conversation space that I'm I'm aiming to create here. And I want to look at this modern midlife because it's different. It's new. so many things as we're learning have never been tested on women or never properly tested on women you know so many studies about menopause are just flawed um i'm not a disclaimer alert i'm not a scientist i'm i'm not learned in that way at all and nothing that we say here on midlifery is a is about that but you know we're sitting here a bunch of people who've never had kids we've never had the hormonal roller coaster of pregnancy and all of a sudden we're hitting Oh, time to go bye-bye eggs, and we're going to the menopause, and we don't know what the hell to expect. We don't know what hormonal imbalance feels like. And nobody seems to really have researched it very much. A lot of uh, internet searches have been quite fruitless. And it's, it's just a chance to vibe off of each other, get these experiences, and figure out, okay, guys, is this normal? Am I okay? And if it's not, maybe somebody who is a learned medical professional will want to chirp on in and tell us what they think or what they know. Give us links or as I'm going to now say blinks for web links. We say blogs for web blogs. So blinks. Um, But yeah, so this might have sounded a little bit rambly and a little bit crazy. We'll have a bit more structure going forward. But I kind of wanted to squeeze into this slot just what we're going to cover and what this is all about. And hopefully you'll be intrigued and want to come back and come on this journey with me um, as we figure out a little bit more about the modern midlife. So especially for those of us who've never even considered or experienced midwifery, uh, hopefully we'll be together for this next chapter of midlifery. Uh, Thank you. I'm Melanie. I'm your host. Um, Just wanted to say a quick thanks to John Cowan, uh, great artist for doing the uh, graphics. And you can see more about his art and his graphic design at johncowan.co.uk. Thank you.